Are you a bride chilla or groom chilla? Spend 30 minutes with Bride Chilla podcast host Alicia and you will be. So let's get planning. This is episode 213 of the Bride Chiller podcast. It's Q&A Thursday. It's a day where I answer your wedding planning questions. We have a chat and then we all go about our business. I am Alicia, the host of the show. I've been here the whole time. And welcome. If you are new to the show, I'm I'm ha I'm so happy. Uh, that I, I'm so happy. I'm a professional. <laughs> oh, and I laugh at myself. So that's what you're going to get. I'm not even going to edit that. That's what you get. Lots to cover today. Gosh, you're very responsive. I do appreciate that. And I am recording this in real time. I haven't gone ahead of time. Sometimes I try and get ahead of myself. But this week, I haven't because I've been busy. We went to Zurich over the weekend. Had a lovely weekend. It sounds very glamorous. It is. Why aren't we all living in Switzerland? That's a nice place. Rich went there for a conference and uh, we realized work don't tell anyone. Work we're paying for the hotel. So we're like, let's 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 get Alicia over there for a couple of nights because it's freaking expensive. So I um I stayed there. And then I woke up this morning. I'm recording this on Wednesday morning. He's still in Zurich. And I get an email from him saying, I've lost I've left my phone on the tram, so I don't have a phone to contact you today. Hopefully I'll be able to find it. I just want to tell you the the glory, glory of modern technology is that I just hopped on his laptop here in our lounge room and used Find My Phone and I can see that some kind, honest Zurich resident has handed it in because it's at the head office of the Zurich bus terminal. If that's not winning, I don't know what is. Although, Rich, he's another thing. If he were here now, he would defend this, but I'm not going to let him because he's not. He has an iPhone 4. Now, those things went out with the dark ages. It doesn't work very well. It's quite slow. You can't unlock it with your thumb. And I've been, like, hoping secretly, not that we can just afford to just buy phones all over the place, but I was sort of saying, just get rid of it. Get a new phone because your phone shits me. It hardly works. You've got to use mine all the time. Just invest in a new one. <sighs> anyway, today is not the day because he's going to find it because I helped him find it because I couldn't just stand the idea of the poor little lost soul walking around in Zurich all day without his phone. The end. I wanted to thank Megan for uh, her feedback on last Thursday's Q&A episode where we discussed uh, Dee's question about how to be introduced by her celebrant, her uh, officiant, on her wedding day that wasn't just, here's Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. Not that an officiant would ever announce, here's Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. That's the worst. If you if your officiant announces you like that, sacked. Uh, Megan says, hi. <laughs> hi, Megan. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. I'm very silly today. I don't, it's, um, it's very early in the morning and I'm just having my first coffee. She didn't say that. That's me. I just listened to the Bride Chiller episode and wanted to share with you uh, the first bride chiller of the QAD, Q&A, D, what we are doing for our introduction. I haven't decided what to do about my name. Oh, there's an episode about that coming up. Thinking of keeping mine legally, but using my fiance's name socially. Oh, that's a good one. Anyways, our officiant came up with an idea to introduce us like this. I now introduce for the first time as husband and wife, Ryan and Megan. Simple and perfect. We're quite happy with it. Thought that might help. Happy days. Megan, I think that will help, Megan, and uh, it's a great suggestion. 
I now introduce to you for the first time, husband and wife. Now, now that's the thing. If you don't want to be called, maybe the wife thing isn't for you as well, Dee. This is the thing. It could be that perhaps, you know, we come up with more creative stuff. People can keep emailing in. That's a good thing. Uh, Kelly wrote to me. I'm going to get through a couple of emails because I know I sometimes really encourage the voicemails. I do love hearing your voices, uh, but I know sometimes that's not possible because maybe you've left your iPhone 4 on a tram in Zurich. Kelly says, hi, Alicia. I know you prefer a voice message, but hopefully I will make this quick and not ramble as I usually do. Hey, I, if anyone's going to be complaining about rambling, it's everyone about me. Anyway, I just listened to the podcast where a gal called in about the value of a videographer. Good. I just wanted to add my opinion in case you get in case you get asked again. Also good. I too am debating this for my upcoming November the 4th wedding as our budget currently isn't allowing it. However, if I get some extra cash before then, this is where I would invest it. My reason is it is invaluable to have video and voice recordings of loved ones when they are no longer with you. My groom and I both lost our grandparents, parents and even brothers at very young ages. I wish I had these videos of them from previous weddings or other functions for that matter. So my advice is to think about it. Not that you will pull it out of an anniversary to remember the day, but also to remember that beautiful day with the loved ones that passed away and how important that is. Sadly, we don't think about the day coming, but it will. Thank you for reading your email, this email. Uh, Love you and your podcast, Kelly. Now, thank you, Kelly, because that's a bloody top point. You didn't ramble. You made very good sense. And yes, it is very important to be able to share those memories. And I totally agree with you. We, we, my poppy isn't around anymore. He was at our wedding and we don't really have any video of him. Although there's something, I I mean, it's really interesting now because we live in an age where we carry around video cameras in our pockets. Again, unless you've left your iPhone 4 on a tram, which barely has a video camera in it anyway. The idea that we can have people filming with their devices, their good devices, like an iPhone 6 or the upcoming 7, if you want to invest in that, Richard, uh, it is something that you can use and not spend a lot of money. So I absolutely agree with you. And I, I empathize with your situation that you don't have those memories of your family members to look back on. And I think it's more so an very good point that it's not just people sitting down going, let's watch our own wedding again. It's more people going, oh, let's go and see Auntie Sue, who's not around anymore. That's delightful and also wonderful to have and and look back. But I also think there are other means, if you can't afford a full videographer, there are other ways and apps that you can ask people to film a little bit. You don't want them holding the phones all freaking day. But to film stuff and then get you the footage, such as Appy Couple, and there's about a million other uh, you know, photo and video sharing um, situations, or you could simply register a Dropbox folder and ask people to drag and drop all of their, uh, what are we calling them, media devices, media files, I don't know why I need to say it like that, media files into the folder so you can keep them. So I just think I agree with you if you have the extra budget and it's important to you, absolutely. But if not, Uh, and you still want to capture those memories, I say use your guests to do so. Thank you so much for contacting me. I'm glad you're enjoying the show, Kelly. So glad. Love feedback. 
You might have noticed that the Monday's episode, you might not have noticed, actually, maybe not. It might have just gone under the radar. The past couple of Monday's episodes have been a bit of best of. And I did that for a couple of reasons. One, my day job's been a bit full on, delightfully full on, but I also uh, <laughs> didn't want to freak out. I was getting a bit stressed. And Rich did say, you got a lot in the back catalogue. And I think there's a lot of people that haven't heard all those. Why don't you share some good good times? Which I agree. And I think the episodes that I chose are very valuable and some of my favorites. And actually, to be honest, we are working on a bit of a program, a bit of a plan at the moment that uh, will be featuring, how do we say this without saying what it is? We're going to be featuring a lot of the back catalog in this plan. I don't know. I'm going to figure out a way to explain that better in the future when we get it all done. You, If you're on my mailing list, you would have seen an email that came through this week talking a little bit about our trip to Zurich, but about how we use the time, not even intentionally, to make some plans for this here business because we were away from our home base and away from the habits of our daily life. And I find we do our best thinking and our creative thinking when we're out and about or we're in a different location. Not always, but I know when I write comedy and stand up, my ideas come to me at the weirdest times. And that's why I usually, well, I used to be very old school and would carry a little book around with me, but now I use my iPhone 6. Uh, Rich is never going to hear this, so it's like me doing an Apple ad. I'm not, obviously, Apple do not pay me for ads. Uh, (laughs) I wish they did, because we'd be rich. So the idea was that we went away and then we were walking around on Sunday and I said, look, I really am trying to figure out how to, what the next step is to take with the Bride Chiller podcast, where I want to take it. And we had this great brainstorm in a cafe with a pen on a napkin. Old school. We kicked it old school. And it got me thinking a little bit about wedding planning and having those brainstorms and getting things done. And sometimes you just need to take it offshore, offsite get things going, break a habit. Because if you're at home at the dining room table and your partner's like, oh, I don't want to be doing this again. Or you're going, oh, I just want to watch Orange is the New Black or some such other program. I don't want to be doing this because it's it's like I can't figure out the guest list or we're having trouble. Maybe it's time to down tools and take the conversation elsewhere. Go to a bar, go for a walk, go to the gym eat a croissant somewhere. I don't know. But I think sometimes switching things up, changing habits is a really valuable thing. And I know it worked for us because we've really cracked what we want to do uh, later in the year, what we're going to launch and how we're going to do it, which I'm excited. And I think you're all going to enjoy it. That's my little uh, story about changing things. I wrote an email basically saying that this week in a sort of cooler, hopefully more interesting written tone than what I just said. But, you know, it's nice to be able to sit and have a bit of a, a lovely bride chiller brain dump, is what we're going to call it, and communicate that with you. It might not be everyone's bag, but I love writing those emails. And I will say, if one email one week doesn't float your boat, fine, the next might. But I really try and keep it relevant and uh, keep it interesting for what you are currently going through, such as wedding planning or pre-wedding planning, or just listening to me. The lovely Trisha emailed and said, so I've been listening, I've been doing my best to catch up on the podcast since I got engaged in April the 17th, on April the 17th even, Alicia, reading early in the morning. I listen to you every day at work. Well, hello, Trisha at work. I hope uh, things are going well for you today if you are listening 
in your workplace. I'm coming to you for advice because I know you had a similar situation. My mother bought me a beautiful $1,800 wedding gown. It was so much more than I'd ever dreamed of spending. But when I got home, I realized maybe it wasn't the right dress. It hasn't set well with me for a month and I don't know what to do. I can't get married in it, but I think it would hurt my mum to sell it and get something else. Please help. So, Trisha, this is a great question. I'm sorry that you're in this situation, but I'm glad that you are voicing this now and not the week before your wedding because I'm assuming you got engaged in April. We've got a little bit of time up our sleeves. And I think, ultimately, straight out of the bat, not a real saying, straight out of the cage, straight out of the something, can't remember the thing, straight out of the thing, that your mum will understand if, and I'm making a huge generalization, gen, it's like I'm drunk, generalization about your mum. But I'm hoping that you will be able to say to your mum, look, at the time I thought this dress was amazing, but I'm having second thoughts. I'm having doubts. And I wondered if we could work something out, whether it is something that you place it on a, a website like Still White, or you sell it on probably not eBay, but you find a a good secondhand dress situation where you can sell it, or you can go back to the bridal salon and say, I'm having second thoughts. Is there any way that we can negotiate a return or an exchange because I'm not feeling good? I think you would be surprised as to how many great vendors there are out there that will understand your situation. I don't know if you've taken the dress off the premises. I don't know if it was a new dress to start with. I sound for $1,800, it probably was. I think if it is a designer dress, if you are feeling that it can't be returned to the vendor, then I'd say you need to be honest with your mum and just say, look, it's not, it was great on the day, but I'm having some second thoughts and I feel like I won't be comfortable or I won't be completely happy in it. I love it and I love your generosity and I thank you so much for helping me. And I'd really like you to help me find the dress, but this is not the one. I know it's going to be hard to say because you don't want to hurt her feelings, but I think if you come at it from the perspective that you are just saying, I'm having second thoughts, I don't think this is what I want to wear, she's not going to take that personally. You know, I think she, I'm sure she's reasonable. And if you've got time, you're not having a freak out two weeks before the wedding, you've got time to rectify this, Trisha. So I think you just need to take a deep breath. You sound very calm anyway, and get it sorted. Get it sorted. Hi, Alicia. Uh, My name is Jessica, and I'm a listener from Ontario, Canada. And I came across your podcast when I was searching for wedding podcasts on iTunes. Um, And I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for what you do. You've helped me so much. Um, I wanted to ask you, I'm, my fiance and I are having a destination wedding in the Bahamas. Um, We actually won it. So it's kind of crazy. It's not really what we planned, but we're just kind of going with the flow now. Um, And because we won it, it's kind of short notice. So Pretty much just our immediate family and friends are going to be coming away with us. And so we're going to be having a reception when we return. Uh, We're going to do the whole dinner, open bar um, kind of deal. And we also have a, we're going to have a video of our wedding in the Bahamas that we're going to play at the reception for everybody. um, So everyone can feel included. And we're so excited. Um, Even though this isn't what we expected, we think it's going to be amazing. I just wanted to ask you, though, um, since 
such a small amount of people are coming away with us, what your thoughts are on me still having a bridal shower. Um, I really want to do an open house and just have people come and go as they please. We'll have cocktails and food and I'll open their gift with them. And uh, I know some people think it's inappropriate when you're doing a destination wedding, but since there's so many of our family and friends that are coming away and that are just coming to the reception, I don't think it's too much to ask from people, but I'm getting a lot of mixed feedback. So I was hoping if you could tell me your thoughts on this, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye, Alicia. Okay, Jessica. Well, firstly, congrats on winning a wedding. I mean, that's I. I had I was going to interrupt you. And I had to let you keep talking because I was just like, oh my gosh, that is the ultimate. And I want to let you in on a bit of a secret. I in another life, and I may resume that life because it was quite enjoyable. I won a lot of prizes. <laughs> I've never said this. I was a bit of a comper. I went through a real stage, and it was almost like you know those sort of people that you see on on TV or you read about and they go, I won this and I won that. Rich and I won a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, people, I, I want to, I sort of want to tell you this story, but I want him to be here. Maybe next time we will reveal more about my comping, but I just want you to know it's, I don't know if you've entered a lot of competitions or this is random, but um, it's really exciting when you win something. And we, we have won some crazy shit. I don't do it anymore. It used to be, I used to write for a TV show and we would write, it was like a nightly TV show. And in the writer's room, we didn't have a lot to do in the morning. We had to be there. But really, the big decisions of the day didn't get made till the afternoon. So a lot of the writers would go and do their own thing. You know, my friend Daniel, who you've heard on the show, my best friend, he uh, he's my he was my best man. He's my best man. Was He wrote like an entire comedy festival show. And uh, I know, you know, other guys were writing books. I mean, we didn't tell our bosses we were doing this, obviously. But I got, sort of by accident, started entering competitions. <laughs> and it became a bit of a writer's room joke because I would come in and go, won something else, guys. And I think they thought I was making it up. But we won multiple trips overseas, TVs, <laughs> computers. <laughs> I laugh now because it sounds like another life. Like it was really crazy but I had a lot of extra time and it was sort of thrilling to enter the competitions and win something so I want to congratulate you Jessica I'm going to talk about that another time maybe that's for significant other we've had a couple of weeks off significant other because we've uh, been away but we are hopefully uh, going to be releasing a new episode next week so maybe we will talk about comping and when your partner becomes obsessed with something and your partner doesn't necessarily, the other one doesn't necessarily, I mean, Rich wasn't not supportive, but he was always like, this is silly, but he was very happy when I won things. Jessica, to answer your question, the idea that you are going away, you are having an amazing destination wedding, and it's something that you hadn't physically planned, you haven't cho- like chosen to do this, um, is I think part of the etiquette thing that people may be having trouble with because they haven't had time to process it. Now, of course, this is all about them, not you. I think a lot of the times when people are giving their, putting their two cents in, it's when they're going, well, how will this affect me? And I think if you delve a little deeper, it's the idea to say, well, why should, oh, I don't know, I feel comfortable coming to a bridal shower when I'm not going to the wedding. And it's like, all right, get over it for starters. 
The circumstances that you have are amazing and you should bloody enjoy every second of it. And if people are grumpy, it's often in the situation where you're shaking things up a little bit. This isn't the norm. So I think you must sort of treat the situation from your perspective that you're doing your best and also that you want to still have these moments. And I don't think you should not have the moments because you are, you know, going on a different path because you want it because it's amazing. So I say go ahead and have the shower. I think it's one of those situations if you say to people, if they're feeling weird about it, and they're, you know, tight asses or whatever to say, look, I'm sorry, you don't don't feel obliged to bring a gift. I just want to have everyone together. Uh, and I would like to celebrate this together and have these moments and, and have these memories because I thought I was getting married in a different situation and this one came along, which is ace. And I'm sorry you can't all come, but this is what we're going to do. So I think if you explain to them and say, look, I really want, I really want this memory and you are so important in my life. I want you to share it with me then it'd be hard for them to get the grouches about it. They're my thoughts. Tell me if I'm wrong. Always tell me if I'm wrong, my bride chillers and groom chillers, because, you know, I'm often wrong. I'm a professional big mouth, but I'm not always right. And I love that, you know, at the top of the show, we had the wonderful feedback, uh, you know, saying here's a different opportunity for you uh, about the, the introduction that was lovely, Megan. She wrote in. So I think it's good. I love hearing from you guys. So if you have a different opinion about that, let me know. But I I think it's bloody fantastic that you've won this prize. You get to go away to somewhere gorgeous and uh, you can enjoy it. And as you said, filming it and actually having the reception at home, I think that's a really nice touch to say, look, we weren't expecting it. Look at the beaches. <laughs> oh, competitions. So much to say about that. But for another time, I'd like to share another email with you. This time it is from Sarah, who says uh, that she just finished listening to the second part of your interview with the lovely, your lovely cousin, Belinda, and she wanted to weigh in on the discussion. Now, my cousin Belinda, if you haven't heard the episode, uh, it's a couple of months back now. We are going to Belinda and Luke's wedding in Hawaii in November. And boy, oh boy, I'm so excited. I'm trying not to be like so excited, Uh, but I am. We've just booked all our stuff. We're going to Maui and they're getting Mauied. And I am the MC of the wedding, which I'm very happy about. And I'm writing jokes as we speak. But uh, she basically said on the interview uh, that they are struggling with this idea of a seating plan and that perhaps they would like to go rogue and not have a seating plan at all and just say, sit where you want, which is very laid back and Australian. So Sarah says, I tend to think of having a seating plan as a nice way of looking after your guests rather than an old-fashioned tradition. I'm sure most people have been at a function where they've been the last person to find a seat and ended up sitting awkwardly with a group that they don't know. Even though I think of myself as pretty friendly, confident person in general, I have some social anxiety issues. My social anxiety is often triggered when I'm in an unfamiliar situation where I don't know anyone. And I know that for me, at least, knowing where to sit helps reduce this. Oh, this is a very good point, Sarah. I like this point. Another consideration for me and my partner is our family situation. We're getting married in Melbourne in December. Yay, we're fellow Aussies. And and our guests include family members coming from four different states. 
because each of our families don't get to see each other very often. I know our wedding will be a great opportunity for them to catch up. So we're planning to arrange a seating to help them do this. That's nice. Additionally, we have a couple of friends at the wedding who don't know anyone, and although we will give them a plus one, we will also try and sit them close to people we think they're more likely to get along with. Very thoughtful. I like that you're not just cramming everyone. I think this is where I get a bit shitty with uh, with people doing guest lists and tables. Is you know, and this is so cliche to go. Let's just shove all the offcuts onto one table. And I say offcuts with love because so often I was an offcut. But I do think, you know, if you are using your noggin, you're planning ahead and you're thinking about who these people might like to sit with and get to know, very nice, extra way. She says, also, I just wanted to say that I love Belinda and Luke's pineapple theme and totally agree with her about too many decorations being a distraction when you are in a beautiful natural setting. They are getting married. Just sorry to interrupt myself here. Belinda and Luke are getting married in Maui on a, in a sort of plantation-y, resort-y, uh, beachside place, which I will find out the proper name of and plug. But uh, they have chosen a pineapple theme because pineapples are plenty in, uh, in Hawaii. And also, they look cute. You can use them in 50 different ways and they are not expensive. And, you know, what I love about Belinda is she's very focused. She's not a tight ass, but she's going, look, we're not going to spend money on lots of stuff that we don't need. And we're not going to decorate when we're in an amazing setting. We don't need to have distractions and bells and whistles because we're in an amazing setting. By the way, I'm trying to find just secretly. I don't know if Belinda's listening all the time, but I'm trying to find a pineapple themed dress. I don't know if that. Tell me. I want your feedback, actually. As a, as a host, as an MC, I don't mean like some sort of costume, but I'm trying to find some funky, mad many style, and I might have to make it, pineapple dress, like a print that I can perhaps come out in, not to make it the Alicia show, I really want to reiterate this, but just, you know, to go with the theme. So maybe I'll wear something different to the ceremony and then get changed. But I don't want it to be like, it's Alicia's costume change. I don't want it to be like that. It's got to be low key because, you know, you know me. I don't want it to be about me. It's about Belinda and Luke. But I just thought maybe a pineapple dress. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Is that going too far? Is that taking... I don't want to pull focus. I really want to reiterate that. I'd love your feedback. And I will not take offense if you go, Alicia, don't be ridiculous. Just wear a normal dress. Very silly. Sarah says, uh, we're getting married at a restaurant on the edge of Melbourne next to some bushland. Bushland is, uh, you know what bushland is. Not only does our venue have lots of windows with amazing views, it also will be daylight savings. So we should be able to watch the sunset during our reception dinner. Oh, that's nice. As such, we've decided to DIY some simple centerpieces that won't detract from the setting. We are currently collecting small jars, which we will fill with some bright, inexpensive flowers and foliage from our local wholesale florist. I also recently got a crazy quote from a florist, $320 for one bouquet. So I am now considering considering learning how to DIY the bouquets for myself and three bridesmaids. Love the show and happy days, Sarah. Now, I'm going to just secretly say to you, Sarah, that uh, you should be going to a place on Smith Street, just near the corner. And this is for no one else but you, Sarah, just near the corner 
of Charles and Smith Street, you will find a great little, very inexpensive florist that did our floristry. Can't remember the name off the top of my head. Hang on a second. Let me stop and Google. Right, I'm back. They're called Seasons Florist and we had native Australian flowers and foliage, 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 can't say it. And uh, gosh, it was really just very well priced. Uh, You know, I have no affiliation. Couldn't remember their name. Oh, that's my wake up in case I was going to sleep in. Ridiculous. Excuse me. Uh, So I'm going to leave that in because that just shows you I got up an hour earlier. I set the alarm to go, if you sleep in, Alicia, it's okay. Didn't do it. But I agree with you, Sarah. I think if you're in a situation where you don't need to decorate, you don't need to go over the top OTT on decorations, I say embrace it and use the amazing place that you've hired. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your lovely message. I want to say a very big thank you to everyone who is leaving amazing iTunes reviews. They really are appreciated. I read them all. Rich reads them all. I read them out to Rich. It's just, you know, and it's not just going, I want to read why people love me so much. It's just genuinely going, I'm, you know, what I'm doing is helping you and you're also just such a lovely community and some of the suggestions and comments that you make in the reviews make me glow. I want to say a big thank you to Elizabeth uh, who left a lovely gorgeous long review and she sort of said she's not even getting hitched yet. She just has been listening to the show and she really enjoys the show and that that makes me very happy and uh, I also wanted to have a big thank you for the lovely Misty who uh, also left me a review, Claudine and Bride Chiller in California. You know who you are. Uh, also, I'm just going to keep going because I really appreciate it. Uh, Ren Renaissance, <laughs> that's a good name. And Lauren Natalia from uh, Australia also left me a lovely review. This is like one of those things going, I'd like to thank my fans. I really am so delighted. So thank you so much. I'm sorry if I haven't personally thanked you since you've done it. Also, Hill. Thank you, Hill. Uh, great. I really appreciate it. If you haven't left a review, an honest review, if you think I'm a one star, well, I, d- I don't want to say leave me one star. Cause if you've got to this part of the show and you still think I'm a one star, then I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe that's, well, that'd be weird. If you hate listening, go away and have a life, but I'd love a review, an honest, open review. If it's five stars, that's great. That sounded corruptive. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I have got so many amazing episodes coming up that I have been uh, scheduling, recording. Gosh, I'm covering everything from wedding loans with the lovely budget savvy bride. I'm also talking about uh, a great new book that uh, is called The Wedding Virus. The writer, Natalie, the author, is an Australian. She's sassy. It's hilarious. Very happy about sharing that with you. Talking destination weddings with destinationweddings.com. And, uh, oh gosh, so many, my head can explode. I've got lots of work to do, but very happy to be sharing those with you. Thank you so much for your patronage, your support. If you're interested in buying a t-shirt, a tote, or other sort of various merchandise, jump on the website and check it out. Everything, uh, the profit of those helps me run this podcast, all the little annoying expenses that come with running a podcast that you'd never even think about. So I really appreciate it. Until Monday's episode of the show, thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend and I love you all. Happy days. Happy days.